Shepherds of Men is a secular movement started by three men of faith. We wholeheartedly believe that when we get the men right, we get the world right. We believe this because we believe that men are created and called to be leaders, and we believe there is an alarming deficit of leadership in our world today. And although the three of us have come from drastically different backgrounds, our core principles have given us a unified voice that is needed now more than ever to pave the way for a fundamental change in our culture. We are quite literally calling men to something great. Welcome to the movement. What's up, winners? JP coming at you, bringing you the movement today with the Shepherds of Men. I like Wilson, that. what's happening? Cam? Hey! And producer extraordinaire. <laughs> oh, what's up? This is sitting in the rank studios, getting down with the get down in here. Man, I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, I, I'm I'm fired up. I know Cameron kind of gave you guys a little bit of a precursor in the last episode that we did, uh, but we're really going to be recapping, uh, you know, kind of the the inner workings of Men Reforged, right? The ethos of an influential man, and and what we're going to do is we're going to explain to you guys the why on the different the different characteristics that make up uh, Men Reforged, and and kind of give you a, a little bit of a, a taste of of what that program is going to deliver because it's. It's definitely going to be overvalue. Uh, that, uh, under, let's see, how do you how do you say that? Under promise, under promise, over delivered. That's exactly yeah, right. what I was looking for right there. Because yeah. as we start to unpack this, we know it's needed, uh, but we we have really really started to get excited mm-hmm. uh, about what's going to be delivered with it. So really excited about men being around other men, iron sharpening iron. Plus, you have a really really good core um, ethos, for lack of better words. That's a good word. I think we should use it. Yeah, we should use that. Yeah. Uh, you know, an inner ethos that uh, it's really going to take you to the next level as a man. So, and, and whatever level it is that you want to play at. I mean, you can yep. you can master these to any level, but today we're going to talk about tenacity. Mm. Um, and this is one of the things that I'm kind of glad I came, came, uh, came around for my cycle for me to host this one because this is... This is me. I'm I'm high level, uh, high energy, and probably overbearing at times. If you talk to my wife, uh, but I, I could agree with that. I was <laughs> well. I was always I was always told, you know, early on, like you, you know, you can't steer a parked bus, you know. So, and mm-hmm. even in sports, you know, if you're going to screw up, my coach used to get in my face because I played strong safety, so I had to play run and pass. So you had to take a step forward and a step back at the same time. That's called a split. That's called the splits. <laughs> you know, so but uh, it was it was one of those things that was ingrained to me early on in life was if you're going to screw up, screw up full speed, man. Yep. Like be tenacious about life. Attack life. That should be your your motto. Is when you wake up in the morning, attack life. I love that old saying that's like when I woke up, my feet hit the floor, the devil said, "Oh shit, he's up." Yep. Right kind of thing you know and that that kind of stuff gets me excited and i don't think i'm the only one mm-hmm. there's a reason that men are attracted to like ufc and some of these gladiator things and even football and stuff like that because it's tenacious man like mm-hmm. those guys have an insatiable work ethic and a desire mm-hmm. to be great and i think that's really attractive uh to people but what when, when i when i say tenacity man i know this is this is a I guess I explained a little bit of the why, but we're not going to unpack it. We don't have the time to unpack all of it right now, uh, but we will uh, for the the Men Reforged program as we progress. And, and once the, the program's in place, we'll not only unpack it and we'll tell you what it's all about, how to develop it, the practical applications of it, when to use it, when not to use it um, and stuff. But why, why did you guys feel that ten- tenacity was such an important trait that it was going to be one of the highlights? 
Well, tenacity to me is is all that the energy behind what you just said for sure. But it's also I I just picture I just picture a bulldog every time I think of tenacity. <laughs> I picture a bulldog. There's one thing about a bulldog. He might not be great at everything, but don't let that fucker bite down on you because he will not let go. Yep. I mean, and that and I have always my life. I've, I've I'm I'm not the biggest dude in the room. I'm I, you know somebody recently was uh well, was a new group on Facebook that we connected with and. Guy saw my picture. He's like, "Oh, you're a trail runner." I was like, "Well, I've ha- I run on trails, and <laughs> and I have recently done an event." I was like, "I'm not what you would call a trail runner, but I'm stubborn as hell, right? You know, yeah. like I'm tenacious. Like if you say this is what you got to do, and I tell you I'm going to do it, it's that you used the example recently with the whole Will Smith thing. I will die. I, yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm yeah. not saying that's necessarily intelligent. It's just how I'm wired, you yeah. know. And I think to a degree, one of the reasons that I think why is tenacity. Uh, a part of this ethos is because as a society, you don't see that as much nope. as a society. You see people that are okay with letting, the, letting their bite off the bit kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, Oh, well, you know, somebody's rubbed a little wrong. I twisted up somebody's panties by me being tenacious. So I'll just loosen up. And I disagree. Mm-hmm. I disagree wholeheartedly. Now, if you, I, I don't agree with, you know, being an ass and trying to, you know, ruffle feathers just for the sake of ruffling feathers, just to feed your ego. I don't believe that at all. But if you're doing what you believe is right and what is right and somebody's got a problem with it, I, I believe you bite down harder. That's that's really what I believe. That's why I believe this is so important. Very. I think of uh, work ethic. I know it's in, in one of these topics, but I think that you run circles around those people who are around you. Uh, I think a tenacious person comes into a room. And they're like, oh, shit, here he is. You know, um, and. You you stretch people. You move. You move. You're a mover and shaker, and you make things happen in your industry. Um, and people come to you. You're they're drawn to you because they know you're going to get the shit done. So tenacious to me. I mean, I just think that, like what you were just saying. I mean, I think there's a lot of mediocre people, and I even seen it in our industry. We've seen it. You've probably seen it in your work field. Is that just people just want to do the bare minimum? They don't want to. They don't want to rise above because then they think that they're going to be expected more, and that's just a, a loser mentality. Like you're not going to go anywhere in life with that, and that's why I like tenacious because you need to have some tenacity in your life. Because if you're if you really want to accomplish anything, you have to, you have to. It's, it's just paramount, like you like to say. Yeah, no, I, I I would agree with that. I couldn't couldn't have said it any better. That's um, why we said it. Yeah, that's why I ask you guys to say it because right. I could have done it <laughs> any better. better. Uh, Duh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, you know, like, and, and you mentioned it. So work ethic is one of them because, and, and understand as as a man reforged. So individuals that go through the men reforged program are going to come out of it stronger, right? And that's why we called it men reforged because you can take you know, scrap metal and stuff that doesn't seem to have a whole lot of value. And maybe you're that person. Maybe you don't feel like you have a whole lot of value right now. Maybe you don't feel like you're the man that you were, you were called to be, you know, and I think a lot of men have that tug and you can lie to the world, but you can't lie to yourself. And that's one of those things where I feel like a lot of men are drawn to something greater. And that's why we do like, why we're so interested in like, you know, high level achievement. Even if you hate Tom Brady, every man on this planet knew he won another Super Bowl, yeah. mm-hmm. and it, and it wasn't. Was awesome. it, everybody wanted to see it. It was just like greatness is one of those things that everybody wants to see. But he has that tenacious appetite. You know, yeah. it's one of those things where if you're going to be great, you have to be tenacious. Tenacious. That, that, that's, there's no other way around it. But work ethic comes with that. And what we're going to do in the in the men reforges, we're not only going to unpack what work ethic really means, but we're going to break it down on how to develop that work ethic because it's a habit. Work ethic is a habit. It's something that you develop. It's not something you were born with. You weren't born as a baby and went, you know what? I'm going to stand the hell up 
As soon as I enter this uterus or exit this uterus. Oh, what? <laughs> That's going to be uncomfortable. He said, hell with this, I'm going back. <laughs> Screw this world. Uh, there's been a couple of times mine tried to get back in yeah, there. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, and it, I wanted to send them, to be honest with you. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't happen. But I mean at the same time, as you as as you progress and, and somebody hasn't told you that there's a ceiling in life and what you're capable of, you fell down, you got up. You fell down, you got up, mm-hmm. you fell down, you got up. You developed that tenacity, but then somewhere along the line somebody told you that you shouldn't have it, that you should be a meek and mild kind of guy. And it's one mm-hmm. of the things that drives me nuts. And whether you're religious or not, I believe it's one of the biggest problems with the church is that men are not men in the church. Men are very soft spoken and mild mm-hmm. and meek and stuff like that. And I don't believe that that's what men were called to be. I don't think you should be a walking around beating on your big monkey chest and stuff like that, acting like an ape in there. That's that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, as a man, you should be a rock. Even at church, you don't have yeah. to be meek and mild and stuff. But when we when we talk about when we talk about work ethic, uh why why did you guys think that that was important enough to add into the program to teach? I, I've been on work ethic. Y'all know this is one of the first ones that I was like, this is we have to talk about work ethic. We have to talk about work because as a society, again, the, the mentality and the mindset is different. The mentality is entitlement and the mentality is complacency, you know, and all, all those different just disgusting words. And and really, I, I was taught this, you know, one of the beautiful things about growing up old school is it's not fun all the time. You know, like when, when you're going through it, it's not fun. But when you grow into a man, you look back and you have a huge respect for what you had to go through to become who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're missing as a society is we want to make it easy on our kids. We want to make sure they're entertained. We want to make sure that they're happy all the time. I had this conversation today with my wife, and we're on the same page with this. We don't give two shits if you're happy all the time. That is not my responsibility. My responsibility is to raise you. God, in, in my belief, God puts you into my life to raise you up to uh, to be a, a man. And I got boys. So in my case, I got three boys I've got to raise up to be good, strong leaders, men of this in, in, in this world, mm-hmm. right? I don't care if you like need to be entertained today. That's, that, that doesn't fall in there. I need you to develop a work ethic. Uh, I, our two-year-old, I mean, and I catch myself all the time, like, I was about to do something for him last night, and I stopped myself, and I made him do it. And it was something simple. It would have been so easy for me to just do it. But I'm so hypersensitive to this right now because I've seen the, I've seen when it doesn't get done all the time and what the teenager starts looking like, and it's just a, a weak, lazy, entitled mentality. And so even a two-year-old, I'm like, you're doing it. You're going to do this. And even already, my young kids, and y'all's too, I've seen it. Oh, yeah. My young kids already know that little things, like when I get done with eating, I take my dish to the, to the sink. Yep. You know, when I drop something on the floor, I pick it up and throw it away. Mm-hmm. Now, that you, some people are like, well, that's not really work ethic. No, but it's starting a mentality. It's yep. starting a mentality of earning and like earning your spot, earning your income, earning all those different kinds of things. So this, I could talk about work ethic forever. Like I am very passionate about work ethic. It's important. And uh, how you said all that, I mean, even if you were a lazy person, I mean, you could be ambitiously lazy. I'm one of those. I want to work hard now so mm-hmm. I can actually enjoy life later. Yep. So eventually you're going to get to a point that your body is going to not be able to keep up with you as your younger years. So do your work now. That way you can benefit from later and enjoy. I love having fun. So that's the other two things. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like to be like just chill, relax, sometimes too much. And then and that's something <laughs> I have to work on and make sure I keep in check. And then also, I want to have fun. Well, if you have an abundance, you ain't going to get an abundance if you're sitting on your couch, you know, eating potato chips and watching TV. You got to get out there and work. And I love that you're teaching your kids that way. I, I teach my kids, hey, you made this mess, you're cleaning it up. Yeah. It's not it's not mom and dad's responsibility to clean up after yourself. 
in real world applications, you make a mess, you got to own it. And then it goes to another level, not to, we'll move on from this point, but it goes to another level of once you have made the decision to work, then there's even within that decision, there's a work ethic. So there's like a, like just use a job, for instance, you know, I think about some of my first jobs I had as a teenager, like there was other teenagers that also got hired to do the same job, but we didn't do them the same. Like my work ethic during that, that trend or during that time of my life was more than these other guys that were just clocking in and clocking out. And you see the same thing as an adult. You know, some of us go there and we produce, some of us just go. Yeah, and I know this is going to blow a lot of people's minds, but you actually have to put in effort before you get the promotion. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's, but and if that's you give me the things. promotion, then I'll put in the then, effort. Then I'll, right. then, I'll do, yeah. then I'll do what needs yeah. to be done and stuff. But that's, I think that's a big part of it, too, yeah. in experiencing life. You know, one of, the, one of the best teachers in life is experience, man. Mm-hmm. You got to get out there and you got to fall down, man. You got to get out there and do stuff. And work ethic is a big part of that. Sometimes it's, you got to go do shit, man. You got to get some calluses, you know, for a lack of better words. But uh, that's why we thought that was yep. so important. And it's something that needs to be taught and ingrained into men out there especially men you know when your kids see you work they want Mm -hmm. to work Mm -hmm. i mean and i don't want to go into any kind of detail and stuff like that but cam you guys told a story about how owen has been watching you run Mm -hmm. that's a certain level of work ethic you could tell that kid to exercise all day long but because he watched you run now he gets out of the truck in your neighborhood and wants to run to the house and you guys follow him in the car like that's cool that would never happen if you told him to run right he watched you do it, and that's why it's so important, and that's something that's going to be ingrained with the, the men reforged. Uh, another aspect of that is fight. You talked about bulldog, right? Yep, yep. And that's one of the things, you know, and, and I love uh, – I, I can't remember if it was Mike Tyson or who it was, but it was like everybody has a game plan until they get punched in the Tyson. mouth. Yeah, it was Tyson. Yeah. Everybody has a game plan until they get punched in the mouth. He said everybody's got a game plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah, <laughs> and then I eat their kids. <laughs> At least by the ear off. He, he said, yeah. he said uh, excuse me, man, why are you talking to me? I don't talk to women unless I plan to form with them. You guys remember that? <laughs> talking to really. that reporter? I, we're not telling you to be like Tyson. Don't no, be like Tyson. No, no, Please no, don't no. be like Do Tyson. Do not be like Mike. Yeah, the guy, the guy got taken for everything that he had, probably because he was super intelligent and, and uh, had uh, good interdependence and good character judgment. Onward there. and upward. But anyways. We love but, you, Mike. Don't punch yeah, us in yeah, the face. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> he still got it. He still Hell got yeah, it. he does. <laughs> he does but but uh, fight. So fight is a big thing. Like how 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 much does it take for you to curl up? Right. Like mm-hmm. what what does it take for you to to back off or to knock you off track? And we, we talked about this. You can judge a man's character by how big mm-hmm. of adversity it takes to knock him off track. And you have to have some fight about you. you got to learn that you don't have a glass jaw. You can get punched in the face and you're gonna survive. You're gonna you're gonna move forward and stuff. So some of y'all need to get out there and get some nose. Some mm-hmm. of y'all need to get some criticism in your life. Some of you guys hide from shit like that when you're losing out on a great learning opportunity yep. and a great opportunity to get stronger. Um, so, I mean, as far as, as far as fight is concerned, why did you guys think that that was important? Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, you got to fail, right? The only way you get better is failure. And, and again, part of this you know, networking and connecting we've been doing through social media as we're growing our, 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 our brand and everything some of the conversations I've gotten pulled into are like, just, they make me want to vomit, you know? And, and people are like literally trying to avoid any kind of stress or strain in their life. And, and, and I just like, I start asking questions like, how do you think you're going to get better? Like, like, why do you think by like just experiencing the same thing every day and not having challenges that you're going to be- get better? It's not going to work. But the problem is they don't want the challenge because they don't have the fight in them. Right. Like you've, you, and I'm just repeating it over and over you, but you have to have, we're talking to men. You got to have some balls. You, you got to have some freaking balls, or it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. I mean, we're a protector. So I mean, if you're if you something comes into your house, are you going to protect them? 
Or are you just going to cower and just be like, ah, oh, I'm a little bitch. Could take everything I have. But what if I lose? Yeah, dude, fight. Dude, and I, I, I talked to somebody else before about this particular topic. He's never been in a fight before. And I'm like, dude, you, you could ruin somebody with your size, just who you are. You could. You could just snap. And it's, I mean, it feels so good. I don't know if mm. y'all, y'all, we've all been in fights before. Doesn't it feel we good? <laughs> yeah, I, I know we've all been. I'm just Have making you heard sure. My mouth? Yeah, right. Well, you, you should have heard it before. I, it was uh, refined. Well, for, for you, you, you act okay. Yeah, that's true. That, I was going to say that you can you can talk yourself into a fight, but also can talk yourself. I out can get out of some of them, but didn't get out all of them. Yeah, <laughs> but it feels good, man. Whenever you just kind of let loose and just go, and then afterwards, I mean, you might feel a little guilty, like I do, but at the same time, it's just kind of like. When God. they stop breathing, you're supposed to stop hitting yeah, them. Yeah, right, right. It reminds yeah. me of Hall Pass. What you yeah. looking at, you big bitch? <laughs> <laughs> just for clarity, too, in case anybody is still trying to change from panties to, to boxer briefs, we're not just talking about physically fighting. Right. All no, like, we're talking no, about no. a mentality of fight, like having some fight and fire inside of you. Hey, but, but sometimes I'd say get in a ring with somebody. Dude, just get, put, get your best buddy that has never fought either. Put some uh, boxing gloves on and go at it. Just see what you got in the tank. And then once you realize that, hey, it doesn't hurt, that's one one of my friends. He got he got into three people, and I, that was my first question because I've never been beaten in a fight. Oh, damn, like I've got, I've gotten hit. You Call know, Dana hurt, White to date, but I've never been beaten like so much so that I'm like I cannot move. So he has, and that's what he said. He goes, I've experienced that. And that's the reason why I had the boldness to be able to go t- call these th- three guys out that were not doing right because I've already know the worst case scenario. <laughs> so some of you don't know what a, a punch feels like, and once you fi- experience it. It's not that big of a deal, man. Literal or, uh, what's the other word? Yeah, figurative. Figuratively, yeah, literally or figuratively. <laughs> yeah, we're not just speaking about physical. We're thinking, you know. So, anyways, so fighting physically, I, I would, I would suggest that everybody goes and joins a gym or something like that. Yeah. If you've never wrestled or had any kind of one-on-one contact and stuff, that's great. That's good for your your psyche there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so another another aspect of the tenacity is is a dedication, right? Like, and that's what we talked about. Attack in the day, dedication. Uh, to me, one of the reasons that I think it's important is because the guys that you see that have done something that you don't believe you can do didn't do anything extraordinary. What they did was they perfected what they did every day. So they didn't they, the the task that they had every day. Not only did they not bitch about having to do the little things like reading, making themselves better, exercising, whatever it was, but they decided if I'm going to do this every day, I'm going to do it perfectly, and I'm going to do it every day. Um, and dedication to your craft is extremely important. It's just like it's just like us mm-hmm. with what we're doing, you know. And, and please understand, there's a lot of work that goes in the background for what we're doing right now with this men reforge, and it's gonna it's gonna stretch us, which is great because we're gonna become better because mm-hmm. of that. But dedication is absolutely paramount if you want to do anything, especially a long term and a big goal. If you the bigger your goal is, the more dedicated you're gonna have to be because you're gonna have to do the little things for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's commitment, yeah. you know. Yep. And and I've even heard somebody recently. I was telling them about the podcast and they were like well how long have you been doing or how many episodes do you have and i was like we got 70 something episodes they were like damn yeah like y'all got 70 something episodes he said I-, I can't remember where this was but he's like the average one is like a handful like three four five episodes and they're done and i thought i mean me i thought wow this week is tap water you know like but uh, there was a commitment to this wasn't just something we were doing because we thought it sounded cool like this is what we were called to do so it wasn't like, well, if we get to 60 and we haven't got this many followers, we're going to stop because yeah. it doesn't really matter what we're doing. It just matters how many people are listening right now. Right. No, right. it's no. dedication. It's commitment. It is It is literally putting ourselves in a position. We have already decided 
Mm-hmm. You know, we have committed to the purpose of our life and, or, and, and anything else. I think about, you know, with your spouse, I'm dedicated to my wife. I was dedicated the day I said I do. Mm-hmm. That hasn't changed. Has it been easy every day? Hell to the no. <laughs> no. But I'm still dedicated. <laughs> but There's definitely it. some tenacity involved Hell in that. Yeah. Yeah, you better sure. be a bulldog if you're going to stay married <laughs> to my wife. <laughs> right? I mean that in the most edifying way possible. Yeah. Y'all can't handle her ass. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> She's awesome. She is no. awesome. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, you sometimes you just got to, I think of dedication as you got to burn the ships. You got to be all in. And, uh, and, and if you're not, yeah, that's the reason why you're failing. That's the reason why you're not succeeding. If you got too many things going on at the same time, might want to reevaluate what's going to pay you now. If that's what important to you, what's more important, you got to get your priorities straight. So dedication, dedicate to something. Yeah. So the next, the next part of this uh, that that we're we're kind of gonna unpack in the in the uh, Men Reforged program is is gonna be the the patience portion of tenacity, mm-hmm. and that that may sound counterproductive, and I'm gonna be. Completely transparent with you guys. When we were building this uh, over multiple meetings and brainstorming sessions and hours of spending time trying to figure out how we can most benefit men, this was one of the last ones that we were able to bring into tenacity. We were like, man, what is we need a we need a, a a fourth subset of tenacity. Like, what can we teach on? What can we what can we create? What kind of training can we can we help these guys with? Whether it's physical or mental that has to do with it and stuff. And we started like we all had an aha moment. We're like, freaking patience. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be patiently tenacious. Like you can't just be a bulldog and go out there and bite everything you get, you, you, you know, you get a hold of. You, you have to understand that you're going to have to stay the course and be patient with your tenacity. You're going to have to continue on the path that you're on and learn how to be patient and not have a microwave mentality. And that's something we've preached on over and over and over again. But I think patience was a perfect fit. Oh, yeah. Right there. And I'm glad you brought up the bulldog again, because that's what I was picturing. And I don't know why, this, but I'm picturing, you know, a bulldog like hanging from a cord, like he jumped up and has a cord or whatever. But like, it, I mean, there's a point or maybe it's pulling against something or whatever it is, but there is a time frame in there where you're, you're, you have the work ethic to get in that position to start with. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're dedicated, you're committed to, to, to making the bite or whatever. You, you have the tenacity to do that. But there's a point where you're just like, you're just patient. Like, mm-hmm. I got to hold on. That's right now. I heard my dad say this one time about business. I asked him, he's run his own small business for my whole life. And he said, dude, there's times when you're swimming like an Olympic swimmer. And there's times when you're, you know, just kind of doggy paddling. He said, and there's times when you're just floating. Yeah. He's like, and those times you just, all you do is you keep your head above water. And that's the patience. That's the, I know it's going to get better. I'm not going to drown. I just got to stay right here until I see my next opportunity to move forward. Mm-hmm. I think of patience is that you're, you're strategic. You got to, mm-hmm. you got to wait for your move and your moment and you got to be ready for it. Uh, I think of the first thing that comes to mind is, is Braveheart where they, they create the spears oh. and they're like, Hold. <laughs> and I mean, you think about these horses coming down at you, you know, you don't want to give up your surprise too soon because they could turn tail and run away or go a different direction or, or re recounter. So, you got to have the right moment when you're ready and you have to be prepared for that moment. Yep. yep. No, I would agree. I, I, I think a, a good example that, that I've, I've seen about patience with tenacity is going in and, and the, the CrossFit world is, you know, you, you can't, so you got a 20 minute AMRAP, you can't blow your wad in the first five minutes. Right. So you have to be tenacious right. about your approach for the workout. You got to go, yep. but you cannot kill yourself. So it's like, 
you need to hit 100 percent. You need to redline, and then you need to back it off to about 80 percent because you got a long ways to go. I, I'm learning that in running. Yeah, <laughs> the, the longer distances is like oh, patience in the first five miles. Yeah, you okay. can't. Yeah, you can't blow your load right off the bat. Yeah. But so tenacity is is going to be absolutely crucial to become a influential man and to become the man that you want to become and that you're pulled to come uh, pulled to be and and really created to be. So this this is kind of a little bit of a taste on why we decided to use tenacity uh within it and uh and, and I think it's going to be something that that or let me rephrase that. I know that it's going to be something that's super impactful for a lot of men out there that's that's just especially when you get in an atmosphere you're around a lot of other guys that are tenacious and stuff and you just feed off of each other. So we're really excited about that aspect of stuff. Uh, go check our stuff out, guys. Uh, Shepherdsof.men uh, is about to be probably one of the most legit websites out there, uh, even better than Amazon. Um, and uh, <laughs> With less dildos. <laughs> but you can go check us out on there. Uh, you guys are going to be able to, to gain access to all this stuff, this Men Reforged uh, program, and uh, really develop and master the ethos of an influential man. Uh, obviously, you guys can go check us out on all the social media platforms, man, and stick with us because it's about to get really good. You guys have been part of the movement. <laughs> <laughs>